At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on vSend. Okay, longtime sponsor BetMGM, the king of sports books of the Lombardi line. Visit betmgm.com or download the app as we welcome you back here on a Saturday wild card weekend. We kick off with two today, three tomorrow, and then of course close with Tampa Bay hosting Dallas on Monday night. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. And Michael, we must say thank you to our affiliates, not only Nesson, Masson, Marquis, as the Lombardi line's growth continues and VEASAN's growth continues. Uh, you know this. We've added over 300 radio stations over the past couple of weeks, including the great sports 1600 KDUS in Phoenix, Arizona. We welcome you. The VEASAN growth continues, and it's certainly exciting. Yeah, it really is, and it's great to reach all people, and I love the fact that, you know, everybody is looking for somewhat of an edge in these games, and we can openly talk about how these games are going to go and handicap them in a certain way and hopefully help people, you know, when they want to play their pizza money on some games, make a little bit of money. And certainly the Mightier 1090, it's a great station down in San Diego, California. They're probably bitter today because they're watching yeah. their team. They're watching their San Diego team, which is where the Chargers should still be. We all agree. They're playing in a home that is they're renting from the Rams here in Los Angeles at SoFi. But I digress. I mentioned mm -hmm. 1600 KDUS in Phoenix, Arizona. Let's talk head coaches because Arizona does have an opening. We'll start with them. Kingsbury out. Are you hearing anything as far as a potential replacement? You know, I think everything people hear is kind of just subjective, right? And so they're, they're, this, this process of going to the coaches is, is going to take some time because there's so many – steps and hurdles that the teams have to go through. For example, Arizona has to pick a general manager. They want to pick a GM and have him included in the head coaching search. You know, and if they decide to go in the Sean Payton direction, what does that mean? What's it going to cost? I thought Mickey Loomis made it very clear today, yesterday, in, in his statement. A, Dennis Allen's coming back, but B, we understand how talented Sean Payton is. We understand the value of a great head coach. And what Mickey Loomis said was between the quarterback and the head coach, those two positions really determine the outcome of most, most organizations. So I don't think New Orleans is going to simply say, hey, give us a sixth-round pick for Sean and everything's going to be okay. I think, as I tweeted out earlier today, the great Uncle Junior line in the Sopranos, either come heavy or don't come at all. Right, You're going to have okay. to come heavy to get Sean or don't come at all. You're going to have to come heavy with draft choices and you're going to have to come heavy with finances. So I think that may eliminate 
Arizona, not because I think Michael Bidwell's cheap. I think rather because I think the model that the Cardinals have always operated under, with a few exceptions when Buddy Ryan came in, that they like the GM and the head coach to kind of be separate and work together. And so I think that would lend itself to an Adrian Wilson and maybe a Vance Joseph. I think Vance Joseph has a lot of respect in that building. I think Vance Joseph, for the situation he was put into, did a really good job. So what Staley did with playing the starters in Week 18 and something that was completely non-consequential, many are saying he's under fire. If he loses in Jacksonville today, could you potentially see Peyton replacing him with the Chargers? I was told by somebody reliably in the league that kind of knows a lot of things that, that, that he could lose his job over this. And I, I could understand it. Look, as I, as I kidded with in the last hour with Rich Gannon about Al Davis, I was serious. I wasn't, I wasn't being fault. I wasn't just joking. I mean, had he, he would have never done that if he was working for Al Davis because it was stupid squared. It wasn't just being dumb. It was dumb squared. I mean, it was – it showed – it gave – there was no benefit to do what he did. And then his excuses were really shallow. Like, when when Brian Daybolt can be, can rest Barkley and Daniel Jones and his best players – he doesn't have a lot of them, but he rested them – and still play the game and be competitive against the Eagles in a game the Eagles needed – then whatever Staley said at that press conference is really just a bunch of lies. And he just, you know, he keeps making bad decisions. I, I don't know what more he needs to prove to the Chargers front office that every time you give this guy a chance to make decisions, he's going to make a bad one, whether it's in-game or whether it's whether it's off the field or whether it's the deciding who plays and who doesn't. I, I mean, I don't see it. You know, and I don't see defensively, I know they've played better, but I think defensively, I still don't see the advantage that he brings to the Chargers. It isn't like they're the best team in the league with their defense. Stupid and dumb squared. Brandon Staley, the big guy, just hit you with both. Okay. By the way, shocker that Sean McVay is going to return to the Rams. That was out of nowhere yesterday. My yeah, assumption was he I was going to walk away. Yeah, I was told by a lot of people in the league they thought he was going to walk away, and I was surprised to see that he made this quick decision. Now, what I've said all along is simply this. Sean McVay coming back for a year doesn't do him any good. Or maybe they feel like, maybe they feel like, Sean, one more year, Stafford probably will play one more year. Let's see if we can keep this thing together, add some pieces, cups back, you know, we're going to get healthy. We won't start rebuilding until after this year. So give us one more year. That kind of makes sense to me because if they were going to tear it down, it would have to be a three-year teardown and why bring Stafford back, right? So to get Stafford to come back, I think they basically said, hey, how about one more year? And I think that ultimately is what's, what I think is going to do. I think they're going to go all in for one more year. I wouldn't be surprised if they even became more reckless in their behavior on giving away draft picks and doing what they have to do to win a Super Bowl next year. Okay, I'll get off the coaches, but just quickly, Carolina, Denver, and Indy, they all have openings. Hearing anything about the three? Uh, no, I, you know, obviously they're going to have to do some in-person interviews. Some of these coaches that they're talking to, they can't do in-person interviews, so it's going to take some time. I would suspect, based on what Greg Penner, the owner of the Broncos, declared he wants, I would think Jim Harbaugh would be a logical choice. Uh, if, if, in fact, that's what Jim Harbaugh wants to do and, and it makes sense in birth parties. But the other jobs I don't have a read on. I would think Steve Wilkes would be in good shape, but a lot of this depends on, Patrick, what the coaches tell the owners who's going to be on their staff. It isn't just so much I hire Steve Wilkes. It's who Steve Wilkes wants. And will Steve Wilkes do some of the things that the owner wants him to do in terms of who he wants as offensive coordinator or who he may want for defensive coordinator? There's a lot of negotiations in this. There, nobody's left on an island. I know that the Jets said that Robert Sala has full uh, authority over his staff, but there's input coming from ownership in every single situation. Speaking of coaches, Michael wrote at VEASAN.com for VEASAN Pros, about coaching, experience, and how it parlays into postseason expectations. May want to check that out. We transition. Okay, so Lamar Jackson officially ruled himself out. Lamar Jackson, if he was healthy, he was going to play. This is a kid that we shouldn't doubt, right? No, and it looks like Tyler Huntley, Tyler Huntley is going to be a 50-50 decision in Cincinnati. That's tomorrow, the late game. Eight and a half is the number. Let me start here. 
Do you expect Lamar Jackson to be playing for the Baltimore Ravens next year? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. It's tricky, I, I, right? I mean, I, I mean it's worthy it of questioning. Tricky. I think it is. And I think if you're, if you're Baltimore, you've got to say, okay, look, Lamar Jackson's got two more contracts in him. He's got maybe a, uh, you know, he's a young kid. I mean, he's younger than Stetson Bennett. I mean, think about that, <laughs> right? Think about that. He's probably he's younger than Adrian Martinez. Is Adrian Martinez going to play for Nebraska next year too? I mean, I don't know. Is he going to come back? He, he, he's collecting Social Security right now. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I I think to me there, there's that long term effect. And if you're John Harbaugh and you're the Ravens and you know you can't get a contract done based on the guarantee, do you explore the option? Do you explore these teams? Teams are desperate for quarterbacks. I mean, do you explore that market? I think you almost have to. If you, They're going to put a franchise tag on them regardless of what happens between now and uh, March the 5th when the season begins, when the offseason begins. They have to protect their asset, right? He's a huge asset. He's, he's valuable to them. And I think until they, if they can't get a long-term deal, I think you have to look at option B, which is do we trade them? And what do we get if we do trade them? You've been talking about Lamar potentially t returning home. Remember, he played high school ball there outside of Miami. That does lead us to the question, and we're going to see Skylar Thompson start in Buffalo. The number's 13 and a half. Do you have any read on what's happening with Tua in the future? I don't think anybody does. I think you have to be concerned. I mean, this is something that has to worry you, you know, and we've seen it before with Luke Keekley at the Carolina Panthers. We've seen it before with Java Best at the Detroit yep. Lions. I mean, you know, this is something that's out of my out of my jurisdiction and out of my expertise. I mean, I don't know about the injuries. I don't want to call a player injury prone. But I do know that since we had 69 starting quarterbacks in the league this year, that durability is an issue because and, – and it's more than just to his size. A lot of it goes to the fact that we can't develop offensive linemen in the league because of the rules, right? The players wanted their offseasons completely to themselves. I get that. But what that has affected is the ability for teams to go into their offseason in March and bring these young linemen in and get them in the indoor facility and work on their footworks, their fundamentals, their techniques, and try to improve them before they start the offseason. And so I think that's really what's caused a lot of issues. And, of course, the league doesn't know that. The league doesn't know that, so they just continue down the road. But I think ultimately, ultimately I think that has to happen. We could see three third stringers, Brock Purdy, Skylar Thompson, and potentially Anthony Not Brown. a good look for the league. Not a good it's look for the league. It's not a great look. It's not a great look. And a lot fair, of it is in development look. of the players. A lot of it goes back to player development. How do we build an offensive line? And it has to be done in the offseason. You've been harping on this offensive line stuff all year. I mean, it's the reason. I mean, you know, the, and what happened when you play, like, why do I like the Giants? Minnesota's going to play three, basically three backups in their offensive line tomorrow. I mean, that, that's going to be problematic. That, that's huge. That's huge. I, I wonder if we close two and a half on that game. We're sitting Minnesota three. That'll be fascinating I mean, tomorrow. That's I mean, you're looking at the same board I'm looking at, Patrick, and there's no money coming in on Minnesota, yet that line has stayed exactly where it is, you know. And, and uh, let me see if and Adrian Hill is the official in that game. Back to where Low we started the guy. hour. Again, 1600 KDUS in Phoenix and the mightier 1090 in San Diego. We welcome you. The best way to start, and then you can build from there, go to vsun.com. It's free. Enter your email address and get the daily email. Okay? Mia O'Brien, straight from Jacksonville, is next here at Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts.
if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, become a pro of VSIN Pro at VSIN.com slash subscribe. As a matter of fact, I just sent over Gable's college basketball picks and Mike Somich has a play. So go check those out. Betting splits as well. When you sign up, you get the betting splits, money, and bets for every game. Updated every 10 minutes. Today's games and future events over at VSIN.com. As we welcome you back, Michael Lombardi live from the uh, Borgata there in Atlantic City. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to talk to our friend Mia O'Brien, of course, Jags reporter, 1010XL in Jacksonville. You can hear the show noon to three weekdays and follow her on Twitter at Mia O'Brien TV. She's the only one you need for Jags news. She is hyped about this playoff run from the Jags. And maybe we should start there. I can feel your excitement through your Twitter feed, and it feels like I'm, I'm guessing Jacksonville fans are the same. This has been quite a surprise with the late season surge. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Uh, I will say this, waking up this morning and saying, my goodness, I get to cover an NFL playoff game for the first time in my career was uh, a very surreal moment, not only because obviously it's something that I know many journalists hope to dream they have the opportunity to do, but also because of where this team was this time one year ago. It was so fascinating being in the locker room after the Jaguars clinched the AFC South last week um, because so many of them, insisted, you know, like, yes, we did think that we would be here. We did think we had the talent to make a run like we have. Um, thankfully, the veteran Marvin Jones, the oldest player on the team outside of uh, Garrison Sanborn, the practice squad long snapper, and then Corey Peters, the veteran defensive tackle. Marvin Jones looked at me and said, yeah, if you told me a year ago when we didn't have a full-time head coach after Urban Meyer was fired with four games to go, that this is where we would be, I would not have believed you. Uh, of course, Logan Cook, the punter for the Jaguars, who uh, all pro snub, by the way. Uh, Logan Cook said, if you had told me who the coach was, yeah, then maybe I would believe you because Doug Peter- Peterson truly has worked a miracle here in Jacksonville. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I mean, remember, Mia, this time, oh, I don't know if it was this time, but almost this time last year, Brian Byron Leftwich turned the job down. He didn't want to go there. He wanted to be able to control the front office, and he wasn't sure that Balky was the guy he wanted to work with, and it lent itself for Peterson to get this job, and then Peterson was able to come in and get some organization, and even though, you know, Leftwich didn't want Balky. Balky has done a really good job of putting together this team, and there's a lot of talent here. My question to you is, I didn't think Lawrence played very well last year. Do you think that was kind of like his playoff jitter game, and he can play, now that he's got that one out of his out of his system, he'll play better tonight? Absolutely. I think a big part of that, Michael, was the fact that Travis Etienne in the run game had only 19 yards. The Tennessee Titans, the second-best run defense in the National Football League this year. Uh, they set it up where, you know, they were teeing off on Trevor Lawrence. He had no choice but to throw the ball because not only could the Jaguars not run the ball, but they couldn't pass protect either. And so he was simply having to attempt to dink and dunk, and it was to no avail. The Jaguars had negative one yards in the fourth quarter of a game in which they came back to win, which is unheard of in the National Football League. I do expect Trevor to bounce back here tonight, but I expect a bigger game out of Travis Etienne, who also seems, I'll tell you this, both he and Trevor seemed a little miffed, let's say, after that offensive performance a week ago. So I expect both of them to respond here tonight against the Chargers team that is the second worst run defense in the National Football League, or at the very least, depending on what metric you look to, in the bottom five of the league. And so I expect a big night out of Travis Etienne, and in turn, that should set up some passing opportunities for Trevor Lawrence. 
Mia O'Brien covers the Jags. She joins us here on a Saturday edition, wildcard edition of the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can you just talked about the the metrics. You know, you could say Jacksonville is the more balanced team here, and specifically defensively, Mia, we've seen an uptick. What do you attribute the better defensive play by the Jacksonville Jaguars to? Yeah, actually, that's been one of the more underrated storylines of the second half of the season as the Jaguars are riding this five-game streak. Mike Caldwell, at the beginning of the season, my co-host Joe Coward on XL Primetime on 1010XL dubbed him uh, the frontrunner for assistant coach of the year because the Jaguars' sacks and turnovers were coming in bunches in those first three or four games. And then they went silent, both in the pass rush and in the turnover margin. And that has changed in a hurry in the last five to six weeks. And talking with some of the veteran leaders in the Jaguars' locker room on the defensive side of the ball, including Arden Key, who has enjoyed a renaissance during his first season in Jacksonville, as well as Dewan Smoot, who was lost for the year against the Jets with an Achilles tear. Both of them said to me that you are seeing Mike Caldwell come into his own. That first three or four game stretch, that was him bringing the Todd Bowles defense to Jacksonville. And you were seeing the impact of bringing that system here. But now what you're seeing is a young play caller who is learning to not only make halftime adjustments based on what the opposition is showing, but making halftime adjustments based off what he believes his team is doing well that night. And so it's a byproduct of that. It's a byproduct of the defense playing as loose as I've seen them in my five seasons covering the team. And now they're reaping the benefits of it. Yeah, I think there's no doubt. And I think the challenge today will be how he handles, and he's got experience in this, as you talk about, you know, having been in Todd Bowles, with him in, in the Jets, and then with him at Arizona, and now on his own in Jacksonville, he's got a lot of experience against this New Orleans Saints style, the Sean Payton offense that Joe Lombardi runs. And then without Mike Williams, I think it matters. And what was the reaction from the defensive coaches when they heard the news Mike Williams wasn't going to play? Well, I will tell you this, Michael. I was texting with some of the staffers down at the stadium during that Broncos-Chargers game on Sunday, which I got to give it to the NFL. I really enjoyed these Saturday night games where, thankfully, knock on wood, the Jaguars have won. And so Sundays, we all kind of just kick back and watch the games. And the guys down at the stadium are doing the same. It's quite nice. Um, but I was texting with some of them on Sunday, and they texted me unsolicited. What is he doing? Why are they still in? What is he doing? <laughs> And I was like, I, I don't know. Like You're, you're going to have to ask Brandon Staley that. I'm not sure why all of his starters were starting this game, let alone playing into the second half of it. So I would say the reaction right now is uh, certainly one of uh, optimism on the part of both Jaguar staffers and Jaguar fans because Mike Williams did score a touchdown against them in that week three matchup. But personally, I think Keenan Allen was always going to be the more interesting matchup for this Jaguars defense. We've seen Trey Herndon as he's, after being benched and being a healthy scratch for three or four games in the middle part of the season, really come on as the true nickel corner. Even more impressive, we've seen Darius Williams, who, of course, was a part of that Super Bowl run with the Los Angeles Rams opposite Jalen Ramsey last year. He was moved to the nickel spot when he returned home to his hometown of Jacksonville with Shaq Griffin opposite Tyson Campbell. Once Griffin went to injured reserve, they continued to play Darius Williams at that nickel spot, which isn't his natural spot. Now we've seen Williams become one of the highest-rated outside corners, now back at that natural position on an island. He and Tyson Campbell allowed 26 yards on four catches on eight targets last week, with Tyson Campbell also picking off uh, uh, Joshua Dobbs and then also a pass defended by Williams. And so those two are playing great. Darius Williams also noted to me that Trey Herndon is playing great at that nickel spot. And while he's a very physical tackler, I still have some concerns not only about him in coverage, but also the Jaguars' two rookie linebackers in Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma in coverage, which is obviously where Keenan Allen makes his living in the slot. And so that is going to be the matchup with or without Mike Williams that is going to be worth watching. Not having Williams on the outside will allow the Jaguars, presumably, to bracket and double-team Allen over the middle. Okay, Mia, the challenge is to drop the Jags' bias with a prediction, okay? Objectivity. I know it's hard when you're so close to a no, team, actually, Mio, Brian. It's, it's funny ahead. you say that. Oh, it's hilarious you say that. I'm actually, uh, we call it the MJD ring of hell. Um, if you may have noticed, Jaguars great Maurice Jones-Drew, who, of course, works for the NFL Network now, picked against the hometown Big Cats, yes. against both the Titans and the Cowboys. Uh, so did I. So now he keeps picking against them, and so do I. Um, so legally, <laughs> wink, wink. I'm picking the Chargers by a field goal. Um, uh, wink, wink. Um, no, I do think that not having Mike Williams is present challenges for this Chargers team. And I'll tell you this as well. Um, I've heard some reports out of some of my colleagues in Los Angeles that that locker room isn't the hunky-dory, 
all everything right. is great vibe that they lend on lean on you know they tend to say um there are concerns about brandon staley as the head coach in the los angeles chargers locker room from what i have been told and moreover there are questions about who does and who does not like justin herbert obviously if he plays well it doesn't matter whether you like him or not um because he is in my opinion a top 10 quarterback at the very least in the national football league but i'm curious if all those issues about playing the starters last week if there really is this inner turmoil going on in the locker room and now no Mike Williams, if all of that comes to a head here in Jacksonville tonight. Hey, Mia, okay. real quick before you go, one thing I got to know, I, and this is one of my pet peeves, what uniforms are the Jags going to wear today? Because sometimes they look really good, and sometimes I just shake my head. What are they going with today? They got the teal tops, Michael, with the white pants and the white socks, which I'm told um, a lot of fans would have preferred the black socks or the teal socks. I don't really care about the socks. I enjoy the teal tops. Teal is now their primary color. Um, a little bit different than the all teal from a week ago, but I will tell yeah. you this. Uh, it is expected to be in the mid to high 30s during tonight's game here in Jacksonville. The temperatures have plummeted over the past 24 hours. It was 80 degrees here on Thursday. I believe it is currently about 45 outside right now. And so uh -oh. it'll be curious. You better to bundle see, up, uh, Mia. You better bundle yeah. up. Yeah, I'm going to be bundled up. But also, uh, how does that team that plays in a dome fare? And also, how does the team from Florida fare? And moreover, <laughs> I don't think we're going to have a teal out because I'm not sure a lot of Jags fans own teal or white jackets. Uh, so everybody's just going to be wearing as many layers as they can, is my assessment. A non-biased Mia O'Brien brought her Doppler radar job, to Mia. the broadcast as well. Mia O'Brien TV on Twitter. Jags reported 1010 XL in Jacksonville. Thank you, Mia. Enjoy the game. Appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you, you. Great job. She's joined us all year. Does a great job. Coming up next, Thomas Gable joins Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN. Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM is the king of sports books, but also they have the best loyalty program in the game, rewards. So every time you make a bet at BetMGM on the app or BetMGM.com, you get reward points. You can use those reward points for free bets. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can convert your BetMGM points into dining shows, airfare. It's great. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue, 21 years or older. But again, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks with the loyalty program. And we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. He's Michael Lombardi, live from the Borgata. We say good morning to you. I guess almost afternoon there, Michael, 1130 your time as Wild Card Weekend is upon us. Two games today, three tomorrow, and then, of course, we close it out in Tampa on Monday night. Sitting next to Michael Lombardi is the director of the race and sportsbook there at the Borgata, Thomas Gable. And he's going to hate me for saying it, but his college basketball plays were 3-0 and last night. I'm sorry to give you credit. How are you? Okay, but let's be transparent here. The day before was one and two, and then two and one the day before that. So it's been a little inconsistent this week. So let's just be transparent with what's well, been Well, I happening. mean, I love the fact that you keep score. You know that. You know that's big for me. I love that. And the fact that, you know, you learn from your mistakes. College basketball isn't an easy endeavor. I mean, it's hard. There are a lot of things to handicap in this league. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. And uh, uh, I think it's hard to pick those games, and you do a great job. And, look, remember this. We're going to lose some. 60% is elite. 58% is really good. And so, what, 56, you're still making money, right? So I think you got to just put things in perspective. Nah, whatever. He's a friend that could go 20-0, and 0 and he'd be morose, and he'd be crestfallen, and he'd say morose, the other shoe is going to drop. I mean, what a word. How about well, that word on I a mean, Saturday morning, morose? <laughs> I mean, how about that? From I mean, the, we know God, oh my. I mean, he must be getting that Merriam-Webster like word of the day to him. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> impressive. Anyway, you could, you, could check out, you could check out Thomas's plays. nine ninety nine right now, vsan.com slash subscribe. All kidding aside, that's his sport. He loves it. Okay, let's get to football. Seattle and San Francisco. Again, nine and a halfs. Did you open 10 or 10 and a half with San Francisco laying it? Uh, we opened 10. We opened a total of 43 and a half now, sitting at 42. Obviously, some weather there, uh, which we were just talking about, uh, hitting California. But uh, line currently sitting at nine and a half here. Uh, Niners favored and more not surprisingly we're going to probably need seattle here to cover uh if you could have grabbed that 10 uh earlier in the week when we opened it up i think that was probably a good play there if you could have grabbed that 10 but uh currently sitting nine and a half and 
I mean, listen, give, give Seattle a lot of credit just for even being here in a, in a year that nobody expected them to be, and a lot of people picked them to be dead last in their division. And uh, here they, they make it to the playoffs, but it's going to be tough. I mean, even I think even if Purdy turns the ball over once or twice, it's still going to be tough for them to win this game outright. Yeah. But, uh, you know, keeping it within uh, the spread, I mean, that's why the point spread is a great equalizer. It's, it's, it's a doable thing for him. Uh, you know, to me, I think Seattle keeps this game closer because I think the way Kyle plays playoff games, he, he's not going to throw it. He's not going to put Purdy out there. Right. You know, and last week against the Cardinals, he punted. I mean, the game was close in the first half. It wasn't until, you know, David Blau started turning that thing over that it kind of got away. I, I don't – I think, to me, nine and a half with a 42-under seems a lot of imbalance there, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, listen, again, if you're uh, – it's really going to come down to can the Niners score. I mean, their team total, I think, is set around 16 and a half, I think, or something yeah. like that for the game. So, Seattle, you mean? Seattle, Seattle. yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Seattle. Uh, so not many points are we expecting Seattle to be able to put up here. Yeah. I just think weather's going to help Seattle. And I think Kyle Shanahan's going to slow it down. He's going to run it. He's going to take his four yards and go and get another four yards and keep going that way. And, look, as I said and I wrote about on VEASAN, I mean, Metcalf and Lockett have to make big plays. They've got to make yep. a play down the field. I mean, A.J. Green on the first play, the second play of the game against the Cardinals, they ran a trick play, and he jumped up and got the ball. And, you know, they got, a, they got seven. You're going to have to do something different against this 49ers. You're just not going to put 14 plays together. And the way this punter pins you back inside the 20 – you know, you you're not they, going they 14 them, they plays. Long fields. Yeah, yeah play. you're not getting 14 good plays against San right. Francisco. Right. And Walker, I'll say this for Kenneth Walker. You know, he's had a couple good games there in a row. He's going to have to be a key yep. as well for for Seattle. They're yep. going to have to be able to to get something on the ground today. I totally agree. We've got a home dog in the late game, two and a half with the Chargers laying it. The number didn't move off the Mike Williams announcement that he was out yesterday. Thomas, what do you have on right. this one? Yeah, so it's currently sitting two and a half. Uh, we opened this one, and uh, I'm sorry, we opened it one and a half. And uh, the total is now sitting at 47, pretty much right where uh, we opened it. Um, obviously, the big story all week has been, you know, what Staley did last Sunday and uh, the the injury that has resulted in Mike Williams. Now, we've been getting questions about, well, why why didn't it move? Why didn't the line move when Mike Williams was ruled out? Well. Number one, a wide receiver really doesn't affect the number all that great. I mean, you, with some exceptions, i.e. like a Tyreek Hill or something like that. Now, Mike Williams is a big piece, make no mistake, is obviously a very big piece there for the Chargers. But uh, remember, we also never really saw that Mike Williams was going to actually play in this game either. Um, so that's why that line great really point. hasn't moved. Um, I think for the Jags today... This is going to come down to can ATN make some plays because that I think he's really going to be the key for the for the Jags mm -hmm. offense here and not many people are talking about him, but uh, I think if if the Jaguars have a chance to win this this game and I believe that they do ATN is going to be uh, the guy. Yeah, I think he's got to in the running game and the passing game. I think if you're Doug Peterson, you, you can't put a 45 pass game on top of it especially with a rook with a second year player walker little at left tackle filling in you got joey bosa coming off all over the edge you got mm -hmm. khalil mack i mean you want to be able to kind of pace this game and the chargers to me you can still run the ball yep. you know and i think what mia said in the last block and you didn't hear her, she talked about that there is discontent within that locker room i mean you know mm -hmm. remember when keenan allen tweeted out about how unhappy he was like what the f are we doing going for it here I, I don't see how any normal person with any common sense could actually be in that locker room and watch Staley coach and think that he's got everything under control. I, I just don't see how you can. And, and I don't – I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but, like, there's been no decision that Staley makes that I say, well, I've learned something from that. That guy's really sharp. You know, and I'll be willing to admit it if he does, but this – I mean, just the fact that the Jaguars coaches were texting her about what is he doing was exactly the reaction from everybody in the league. Yeah. Now, Michael, let me ask you this. If the Chargers lose here, and obviously we know all these the great weapons that they have, 
is is that going to be the end of Staley here? I, I think it is. I mean, from what people are telling me and some and the people that are kind of are in intertwined within this organization, they say yes. But you know, even if he wins, can they see the problem is where where most people focus on today. To me, the Mike Williams injury may not impact this game greatly, but it will cause them to lose to Kansas City if they have to play Kansas City. Because you've got to win on the outside against Kansas City. You've got to throw the ball against their man coverage. You've got to make plays down the field. Because Steve Spagnola's whole modus operandi defensively is to create one negative play a drive. That's all he wants to do. He wants to create one negative play, force you into second and 19, and see if you can overcome that. And if you don't have skill on the outside, and the Chargers do when they have Williams and Allen, and they have, you know, Everett inside, and they got DeAndre Carter, and they got Josh Palmer in there. So they can, but they're all supplement to Williams. And I think that's the one that I would be most angry about. We're not going to beat KC without Mike Williams. Great stuff, boys. I can corroborate what Mia said. We've been hearing it all year here in Los Angeles. Discontent inside that Chargers locker room. Thomas, we're going to talk to you tomorrow, but before we say goodbye, i got about two minutes. Any expectations on line moves? Do you think we reach 14 with Buffalo hosting Skylar Thompson in Miami? Yeah, I, I could see that get to 14 for sure. I mean, it's been, it's been all Buffalo money all week, uh, even before uh, the, the Skylar Thompson news. So uh, I could certainly see that going up to four. I could also see uh, the, the Giants dropping down to two and a half as well. So if you like the three, I, I think maybe you, you take the three there with the Giants today. Yeah, I do too. I think that's going down to two and a half, and I agree. Look, I think the different why I think this Buffalo, Buffalo struggles against the run, but McDermott's a good defensive coach. Leslie Frazier too. He knows that Miami, to win the game or to stay in the game, has to run the ball. So I think he doesn't play his nickel front. I think he's got to change his personnel groupings on the point. field. Yep. Yep. And he, but he can do that before the game starts. Right. And so he's practiced all week again with that front as opposed to having to make an in-game adjustment. Big need today for you, TG, at the Borgata, or no? Well, I, I mean, listen, if there's a big upset here with Seattle, uh, obviously that will make the day, I think, for, for everybody. Um, <laughs> Kill a lot of teasers, we're, huh, yeah, we're not counting on that happening. Uh, the, the Jags and the Chargers game is pretty evenly bet. I think you're seeing, uh, you're seeing respected money come in on both sides there, so uh, I, I don't see that being a real big decision for us. Okay. Let's keep the momentum rolling in college hoops. I would say congratulations on 3-0 last night, but it would make you sad. Thomas Gable runs the race in Sportsbook at the Borgata. Thank you, Thomas. Appreciate you. See Thanks, you tomorrow. TG. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Okay, there he goes. We're coming back. We're going to run the board. Michael Lombardi's plays. Wild Card Weekend next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, I was just taking a look at the Daily Newsletter, which is absolutely free. Bill A.D., big-time journalist, puts it together every morning. Go to vsin.com, enter your email address. And one thing I wanted to ask you, Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. This is vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Hope you're having a nice start to your weekend, wild card weekend. Here's what I'll tell you to do. Nothing. Watch football the rest of the weekend. Hey, Michael, can I ask you what Brent talked about in the Daily Newsletter? He kind of dispelled that myth, the difficulty... Uh, behind beating a, a, a team three times in a season. That's where the 49ers sit. They beat Seattle twice, 27-7 and 21-13. Do you buy into it's hard to beat a team three times in a season? No, I mean, you're looking at a guy that lost to Pittsburgh three times in 1994, and every time we played him, it got worse. You know, the matchups <laughs> didn't favor us. They were the better team. They proved themselves to be the better team, and because they didn't turn the ball over, we could never gain an advantage, and we could never we could never win or rush Neil O'Donnell enough in that game. Anthony Pleasant, you know, uh, against their left tackle, we struggled, and so we weren't able to get pressure on O'Donnell to create the turnovers to force them into mistakes, and they could run the ball. They had balance on both run and pass, and so that was hard to do. But going back to Bill A.D., I thought, Uh-oh. you know, this mo- he sent out a tweet. Uh, they were at the long bar last night with my man Derek Stevens. I mean, yes, I saw I mean, that. Nobody can burn. Nobody can burn the candle at both ends better than my man Derek Stevens. Now, I mean, this guy here is. They should name <laughs> candles after him because he's outstanding. <laughs> but did you see that that drink that they were making on the? I mean, this it requires tremendous talent if to be you- able to do that. Did you see the mixology on that drink at the long bar? It was incredible. If you go to M Lombardi NFL on Twitter right now, Michael retweeted it. It's actually brilliant. I don't know how they balanced and were able to pour the shots either. from that high up. But one thing you do know, Derek Stevens is going to be in the mix. Like that dude's oh, constitution is freaking unbelievable. Um, well, I mean, great he, guess. that's what makes the circus so good is because he's involved. You see him. He's not, you know, he's, he's not some involved. mythical yes. figure. He's in, he's engaged. I mean, I I can only imagine today at 1.30 at the Circa, how packed it's going to be. Um, it may be a little too cold to be at Stadium Swim, but I'm sure they'll be out there and to watch the game. It'll be a lot of fun. It's just like it'll be at the South Point. You know, both places will enjoy it. Two legends, Derek Stevens, Circa Sports, and, of course, Bill A.D., one of the proprietors of VEASAN, does an amazing job. Again, daily newsletter, VEASAN.com. Okay, great guest today. So let me just – I'm going to throw the guest at you. What did you take from what Rich Gannon had to say? He was – he, he, kind of fading deck, but is there any overarching sentiment from Gannon earlier today that you apply? I think he, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think he sees Dallas as the better team. But I think he doesn't trust that Dallas can protect the football. And as he mentioned in that, Tampa doesn't score a lot of points, you know, 18 right. points. But if you turn the ball over against Tampa, they're going to liable to score some more points. And so I, I get completely what he's saying. And I think... He obviously played for Mike McCarthy and knows him really well. I think McCarthy, after the game in Washington, has to come back, has the complete ability to focus his team. You know, one of the things I think that that we overlooked, and and that's just why I love Georgia in the championship game, was whenever your team plays bad and, and lives another day, and Kirby Smart's team played poorly against Ohio State, but lived another day to play another game. You have their full attention the next week. And that attention allows you to basically get your focus and concentration. Football games are won on Monday through Saturday. They're played on Sunday, but they're won during that focus and concentration. And I think McCarthy has a great opportunity, along with Dan Quinn, to get his team to this point. I'm not buying Tampa is back. I'm not buying. I love Brady. No one loves Brady more than I do. I've got two Super Bowl rings because of the greatness of him. But still, it's going to be hard for him. He needs more than what we've seen this year out of Brady is he needs more. Averaging 6.4 yards per attempt in the passing game, that's not good enough. If they take away Mike Evans, where are they getting explosive plays? And then conversely, the Bucks defense struggles 
they used to be able to stop the run. Now they struggle in that area. I'm sure they'll still, they'll play well early in the game in the run game, but I think Dallas's offense is tough. So that's what I took from that conversation. Okay, how about me, O'Brien? As you know, being on teams, you get to know beat reporters. Those on the beat, they get to know the they get to know the families yeah, of the players. This, yeah. What did you take from Mia's assessment? I think that the, I think Jacksonville realized offensively they didn't play well last week. I think Jacksonville feels the same way that Dallas feels. We were lucky to win that game. Our defense won the game. And I get the sense from her that this defense is confident and cocky. Mm-hmm. And they feel really good about themselves. And I think they feel like they're going to be able to put some pressure on Justin Herbert. And I also feel like they know that they can move the ball. And they're going to run the ball on the Chargers. Just from listening to her talk about ATN, I feel like Peterson will come out there and he may throw to establish it, but ATN is going to have a big day. I like his over props, really I do, whether it's rushing or receiving. I'll I'll pull that up for you right now. So your three official plays start tomorrow, okay? So let's just be very clear. We'll give those out tomorrow, vcin.com, Michael Lombardi's official plays. He's been killing it for four-plus years as far as the NFL. Let's start with some leans, though. Seattle and San Francisco. Again, Michael, I do like the under 42.5 here in San Francisco. The total is 42.5, and and the side is 9. 9.5, pardon me. I like Seattle here, and I lean them at 9.5 because I think with the 42 total, and if you understand how Kyle wants to play these games, he's going to run it, milk the clock. I would be surprised tomorrow morning if either team had more than 10 possessions in this game. I would be really surprised by that. I think this clock's going to run. Now, I think that Kyle wants to control the ball 34, 35 minutes, and I think that's going to be his goal. I think it can't. the imbalance has got to be time of possession to his favor. But I do think Seattle can throw the football. I think there's plays to be made if they can protect. It'll be a challenge, but I think they've got to get Kenneth Walker going, and they've got to play on some short fields. I mean, pay attention to this punter by the San Francisco Wisnowski. I mean, he leads the league in inside the 20. I know people don't care about that, but it matters when you're trying to – matters to the play caller when it's first and 10 at your own eight, and you, you got the San Francisco defense over there, and you got to put together 12, 14 plays to get in the field goal range. So Metcalf's got to play big. Lockett's got to play big. Geno's got to play big. I just think nine and a half is just a little too much. I, I agree. I, I, t- I totally agree, and I'll correlate that with the under 42.5. Okay, uh, just so you know, for your edification, 76.5 for Etienne on his rush yards today. You still like going over 76.5 I do. I, like I think he's going to have okay. to have a big day today. Yeah, I do. Okay, great. Uh, let's get to it. Chargers at Jacksonville. It, it's going to be fun. I feel like you're leaning over 47. I won't put words in your mouth. How about Chargers lane 2.5? I did Russo yesterday, and I took this, you know, we have this system where we go 60-50 down to 10 points on what you like the best. This was my 50-point play. I like the over, and I'm in the minority here, I think, but I like it because when you get two good quarterbacks against one another, it doesn't take a lot to get the scoring up, and I think both quarterbacks can throw the ball on the opposing team, and I think that if if the Chargers are going to win, they're not going to win this game 17-14. They're going to have to win this game 27-24, you know, 30-27. to I think that's the kind of game it's got to be. I know both teams think they play good defense, but when you watch New Orleans, when you watch Detroit play Jacksonville, they move the ball. I think that game plan will be in vogue here, just like I think Peterson will move the football against the Chargers. You like Seattle. You don't see an upset brewing, do you? I, I think the weather's going to have a lot to do with it. I don't. I don't. But I think that ultimately San Francisco's defense has to play. You know, the last two weeks they haven't played at the same level, you know, and that worries you. Bosa's good. I mean, they're, they're inside guys. I think Seattle's offensive line, especially at the tackles, worried me and create the turnovers. Like Bosa's impact on the game, it doesn't always show up in the stat sheet. Like against the Raiders when he pushed Colton Miller back into Stidham's lap and he caused that interception. That was all him. It wasn't the player that caught the ball. It was all Bosa. Bosa makes a difference, and that front makes a huge difference. And if this field is sloppy and hard to really get, you know, get off the ball on, that neutralizes it. That helps Seattle. We'll have more on this tomorrow. Is your assumption Huntley's going to play for Baltimore? I, I think so. I, I do. But I, I, what I worry about is I worry about Huntley playing the whole game. 
And I, I like Baltimore and the points, uh, but I don't I worry about it being another Anthony Brown game. That'll be interesting. No Lamar. We won't see Lamar even if they advance, correct? I don't think we will. No. I, I, I don't I don't think we will. But I think this will be a close game though. I think a divisional game like this is always close. And I know it's a playoff game, but I think it'll be close. Okay, Danny and JVT live bet Sunday live bet Saturday coming up next. Also a special wild card Saturday edition of Brent Musburger's countdown to kickoff at three Eastern time. And Brent's going to join us on the Lombardi line tomorrow here on V Michael, love enjoy it. the games. It really enjoy I these games it. today. It's a big weekend. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks everybody. Appreciate your help. Make sure you push mute on the television. Tell Millie you can't be listening <laughs> yep, to the volume no today. <laughs> we don't need that. That'll get you frustrated. Okay. Enjoy the programming the rest of the day here on V We'll see you tomorrow bright and early on the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.